Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hi, neighbor. Happy Monday. Happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. I'm Danny. If you've never been here before, I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week. If you have been here before, welcome back. I'm so glad I get to see you again. And let's dive right into the energy for this week, shall we? Because there's kind of a lot to cover, um, and not in a bad way. So don't, I don't want your eyes to get twice as big when I say that. Not in a bad way, but we do have a lot to cover this week. So this week, we're looking at today, Monday, August 22nd through Sunday, August 28th. Um, kind of first up moon scope this week. Actually, uh, yeah, the actual moon will be talking about the least today. We're going to be talking a lot more about the planetary movements today. Um, so our moon scope for the week, we are starting out today early in cancer energy. Okay. And the moon will be moving into Leo on Wednesday this week. And then finally into Virgo on Friday. And actually we're going to finish out the week in with the moon in Virgo. So we also have the Virgo new moon this week. That's going to be on Saturday, August 27th four degrees of Virgo. This is going to be 2.17 a.m. Mountain Time. So 1.17 a.m. Pacific Time or 4.17 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, Any of our friends out there in the UK, in Europe and beyond. So this is either way, this is kind of a morning-ish new moon depending on where you're at in the world, might be very, very early in the morning or um, maybe in the late morning for you. So we're not moving through a ton of moon signs this week, really just covering the territory of those three signs. However, our planets are doing a lot this week. I don't want to go into the new moon because you know that you have a new moon in Virgo shadow chats with Ashley Michelle of Starseed Shadows and I coming up this week. That episode this week, everyone, is actually going to drop on Friday. It just worked better for mine and Ashley's recording schedule with each other. So we um, will be dropping that episode here on Friday. No episode tomorrow. Tuesday. Okay. Um, so all of your new moon goodness will be coming on Friday. You don't want to miss it. Now let's talk about these planets. Cause there's kind of a lot going on. So first of all, as of late this evening, depending on what time you're listening to this, but 9 16 PM mountain time, the sun will be officially moving into Virgo and Virgo season will begin. So depending on when you listen to this, Happy Virgo season. I love Virgo season. Um, about as much as I love Leo season. This is a great time of year. Um, we're really just heading into all of my favorites. <laughs> I really, I feel like I emerge from my watery depths of cancer. And I just love Leo through, honestly, Leo like through Capricorn season. Um, probably my favorite time of year. Favorite half of the year. So, <clears throat> 
Sun moves into Virgo today. On Wednesday, the 25th this week, Uranus is going to join the retrograde ranks and station retrograde in Taurus at 7.53 a.m. Mountain Time on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, Mercury is already boogieing its way into Libra at 7.02 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, So we've got some pretty significant planetary transits and ingresses this week. We're moving into a whole new solar season. Okay, the sun, we're completing Leo season and we're heading into Virgo season. So we have that big transition. And then Mercury being our planet of communication, interaction, of our mind and thinking and thoughts. Um, When Mercury shifts into another sign, we are always going to feel this really immediately and really strongly because it's such a personal planet for all of us. Its effects um, are very, very immediate. Um, This isn't an outer planet by any means. It's the closest planet to the sun. And this means that or the way we interpret it, is that we experience it in the immediate, in the short term. So it's very, very commonly talked about in even mainstream astrology or like horoscopes, um, because so many of us, we, we all really experience Mercury just kind of right in front of our face, if you will. So you'll definitely feel that transition this week. And When Mercury goes from Virgo into Libra, uh, I think that this is a really interesting transition. Mercury rules Virgos. So all while Mercury was in Virgo, it's considered to be in one of its home signs um, and is actually considered to be exalted in Virgo, which if you remember that past Moon Day episode a little while ago, it feels like yesterday for me because I... Seriously, Mercury is such a little devil to keep up on because it moves so goddamn fast. It's always like, wow, already, already. Um, When Mercury was in Virgo, it's exalted. This means that it functions almost like more efficiently than usual. It's functioning and thriving on high is what it means when a planet's um, being exalted in a certain sign. When Mercury ingresses into Libra, this is interesting because Libra is an air sign. And I think that Mercury being an air planet, this is a pretty harmonious pairing uh, when Mercury is in the Libran energy. But Libra also has some curve to its edges. Okay. Um, and Mercury is very sharp, sharp, sharp. And I find that when Mercury goes into Libra, it actually is this very welcome balance and welcome kind of softening. And I don't, I hope you know that whenever I'm talking about Libra, um, or Taurus, actually, both of the Venus ruled signs, and I talk about softness, I am by no means equating that to weakness. I don't mean that at all. I mean a little more willingness to listen, a little more tendency to compassion. Um, We're in tune a little bit more with our empathy, and we are a bit more inclined to 
our partners and our friends and our loved ones and our interactions. And especially in Libra being such a diplomatic energy, I think that we're more inclined to our fellow person and human. And so if we can embrace softness, like the little superpower that it is, just like hardness is, um, we would find this to be a very, very welcome shift in energy. I think that we could definitely use a little bit of softening around all of our edges right now if we all kind of collectively embrace that. Now, let's talk a little bit about this Uranus in retrograde transit. You didn't think I was going to let you go anywhere without that, did you? Um, so here's the thing. Uranus is definitely an outer planet in contrast to Mercury. Um, and what's very interesting is that Uranus is actually the higher octave to Mercury. And so there's a very interesting parallel and connection there. But Uranus moves way, way slower uh, than Mercury does. So the way we experience or interpret our experience of Uranus is this is much longer building and therefore longer lasting effects. And so it can be a little bit more, this is going to sound like a silly word when we're talking about a kind of chaotic planet like Uranus, but it can be a little bit more subtle feeling. Um, it kind of can be happening under our noses for a while before we realize it's been happening at all. Uranus being this planet representing radical, uncontrollable, and inevitable shifts and changes, you can see why using the word like it's subtle <laughs> is a little bit silly. But I really think that this is going to be a very intriguing addition to all of the other retrograde energy that we're experiencing right now because of the Uranus North Node and Mars conjunction that happened in Taurus a few weeks ago. And I hope, my, my hope as an astrologer for this particular Uranus retrograde cycle is that it encourages us because Uranus is also an air planet. And just like we were talking about with, with Mercury, I hope it, it gets us into a mindfully reflective state. I think that all retrogrades call for mindful reflection. Um, but because of the really big radical shifts and events that Uranus can bring, I think it's a little easy to kind of survive those events and then just brush them under the rug. And Uranus retrograde symbolizes a time, no, we need to, we need to reflect on that. We need to re-examine that. And we need to look at how we need to redefine ourselves moving forward based on what we learned from that experience. So go back in your mind, in your journals, on your social media posts or archives. Take a look at what your life looked like a few weeks ago um, during the peak of the conjunction, because again, Uranus is an outer planet. The North Node is also a slow mover. Uh, so a good portion of that transit 
was happening for a long time and it's still happening. Um, but that was the peak of it was over the main, main area you want to look at is like July 30th through August 1st or 2nd-ish, okay? Um, and go back and look at that time for you a few weeks ago and what thoughts come up for you? What emotions come up for you? Um, do you feel any differently now in hindsight than you did then? Um, or do you feel more fortified in how you were feeling then, uh, knowing what you know now? So take a look at that because Uranus is going to be officially making it eight planets currently in a retrograde cycle for us. So I just wanted to use part of Moon Day today to remind you all of our episode, which actually I'll link it for everybody. Um, It was our beginning of the year episode we did on the, on the podcast. Let's see here. 2022. Uh, I'll link that for you if you want to go listen to that reading. It, it probably will hit in an even bigger and better way now. But I reminded everybody, hey, we are coming upon an extremely heavy retrograde year. Every single planet that can retrograde will be doing that in the year of 2022. And most of them are overlapping. And we, my friends, are sort of at the peak of that. So right now, Jupiter is retrograde in Aries. Saturn is retrograde in Aquarius. Uranus is stationing retrograde today, or sorry, on Wednesday in Taurus. Neptune is retrograde in Pisces. Pluto is retrograde in Capricorn. Asteroid Juno is retrograde in Pisces. And asteroid Vesta is retrograde in Aquarius. And last but certainly not least, Chiron asteroid is retrograde in Aries. And then, and I hate to break this to you, um, we are coming up on the Mercury retrograde shadow period because Mercury will be stationing retrograde September 9th, I want to say. Yep, September 9th. So, which we'll talk about on another moon day. But I, the reason I want to bring this up is because if you have found yourself feeling frustrated um, and a little bit jaded by all of the retrograde energy, I want to remind you that it's part of your journey right now. It's part of our collective journey right now. So it's really easy during a retrograde, even just one, let alone eight all at once. It's really, really easy to get so frustrated with things not going and things not moving at the pace you are expecting them and wanting them to, and to try and force, 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 force. And I promise you that that is a way to tire yourself out easy. Like more than anything, it's it's just an easy way to tire yourself out. I know it's frustrating that you can't move 
and do things as fast as you want to be able to, or you used to be able to, or you, you've been, you like always been able to, but right now things are supposed to be moving a little bit slower. We're supposed to be taking a pause on a lot of things. We're supposed to be just not doing a lot of things. And what we are supposed to be doing is genuinely, mindfully reflecting on those feelings that are coming up around the kind of dysfunctioning or or odd functioning of everything around us right now. Reflect on what you think. Reflect on what you feel. Reflect on what you experience. Think about it from someone else's point of view. Think about it from a different version of yourself's point of view. Let yourself explore lots of perspective right now. If there's one thing that any retrograde is good for, it's for exploring new perspective by letting us recall and revisit what's happened to us in the past. Don't forget that mindfulness is the key. We're not supposed to be getting stuck in thought loops. We're not supposed to be getting stuck in the past, right? This is mindful reflection. I am not giving you permission to be with your toxic ex, but I mean, if that's you know, you do you. You're you're responsible for your own life. But if you're feeling really, really bogged down by your experience, I want you to know that you're not alone. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you how many listeners have reached out to me and talked to me about this, as well as how many clients that I'm currently working with that we have been talking about this. And you better believe if you go take a look in my journal right now, I am going through this right alongside with you. So I get it. I'm speaking from experience. I'm not speaking at you. I'm definitely, definitely speaking with you. So what I wanted to do today, instead of pulling a numinous card, because we just had so many different cards we could have chosen from today. (laughs) Instead, I wanted to still pull a card for you, but we're going to pull an Oracle card from the Work Your Light deck. Um, This deck is by Rebecca Campbell. Artwork is by Danielle Noel. So if you follow Danielle Noel um, or have any of her work, then you'll recognize her quintessential uh, imagery. I love this deck and I thought that it would be a very, very welcome uplift at the end of our episode here, mainly to give us some guidance into uh, the rest of our week based on the planetary transits. Okay. So what I want you to do is make sure you take a nice, big, deep cleansing breath right now and close your eyes if you feel called to do that. And if it's safe and if you're sitting or if you're standing right now, try to make sure that your weight is as evenly distributed as possible so that you feel really centered and balanced and grounded and open yourself up to any guidance, any insight, any messages that you may be seeking or needing at this time, okay? Ooh, I like this a lot. Especially because we're thinking so much about uh, retrograde and we're talking about revisiting the past. 
So the card that we pulled up is don't dim to fit in. How are you dimming your light in order to fit in? So I don't know about you, but when I reflect on my past, a lot of what comes up is pain that I experienced from the words and treatment of other people. Um, Sometimes those are toxic romantic relationships of my past. Sometimes it's from toxic family members in my past. And very often it's also from really toxic friendships that I had in my past. And I find that I, my inner child learned to dim her light from, you know, some family experiences when I was very, very young, but I only strengthened that sad belief that I needed to make myself small and dim uh, because of the kinds of friends that I used to keep and the kind of company that I used to keep and, and not being even remotely mindful about the kind of community that I surrounded myself with. So I'm, I would not be surprised if when you think back on your experience and your past, if this kind of comes up for you as well. So don't, don't dim your light. I'm going to read from, from the Oracle book for all of you. Don't dim your light to accommodate someone else's smallness. We are all born to shine big and bright. The universe is expanding and you are a part of the universe. So expanding is part of your nature. If someone makes you want to retract, notice and slowly back away. They are not for you and you are not for them. Better yet, find it within yourself to expand and shine your light anyways. Flowers don't open and close according to who is walking by. They open and show their beauty regardless. If others don't want to be around you or make or you make them uncomfortable, it's because you are shining your light on the fact that they are dimming to fit in. By choosing to shine bright, you may just inspire them to turn on their light too. Or not, keep your light on anyway. All relationships are essentially in an, an energetic agreement. The moment one person decides to start rising up and allowing their light to shine, it changes the energetic agreement and can create some waves. That's completely normal. The relationships that are meant to last will adapt to the change in energy. Others won't because they were likely born under the proviso of, I love you as long as you don't shine brighter than me. That's okay. Not all people are meant to be in your life forever, but the lessons they teach us can still live on. Work your light inquiry. How are you dimming your light in order to fit in? So take this prompt from the Work Your Light deck. Think about this retrograde energy that we talked about today and and recalling and, and reflecting on the past. And ask yourself, how are you dimming your light in order to fit in? And you can really look at this retrograde period, giving ourselves permission to slow down and retreat a bit as a cocoon phase so that we can come out shining and bright and beautiful butterflies on the other side. My magical, magical neighbor. All right, everybody. As always, I'm here with you. 
I love you. I appreciate your time today and every day. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. I'll be talking to you soon. Stay safe. Have fun. Happy new moon. And stay magical out there. Hey, neighbor. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in That Witch School, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood.